your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It was more than VGK could bear as the Bruins down the shorthanded Golden Knights. We also recap the Flyers game from over the weekend and what could VGK lines look like as they head to Winnipeg. Hi again, everyone. I'm Tony Cardasco along with Chris Golick. We are Locked On Golden Knights. You can find us on Twitter at Locked On VGK at Tony Dasco at TD Chris G. And also make sure that you subscribe to our brand new Locked On Golden Knights YouTube channel and leave those wonderful messages mostly about me. So Sunday night was a nothing new over the weekend. I checked it. No, no new messages, Tony. (laughs) I know you're devastated. Bummer. Sunday night was absolutely brewing for the VGK, Bruce Cassidy, uh, VGK fans. In fact, uh, I don't believe, you know, you and I were uh, discussing this. We didn't see uh, Bruce Cassidy show up for the postgame presser. Yeah, I, I don't know how that works out. Um, I checked uh, the VGK Twitter this morning, and I did see some other media members mentioning some, you know, Cassidy quotes and things like that. So I don't know if he did like a flyby in the locker room or if the VGK social team, for whatever reason, just felt this might have been a one not to post for whatever reason. But I didn't see any notes of him coming off fiery or you know, throwing water bottles or throwing phones at media members. So I don't think it was anything like that. And you know, just maybe every now and then you need a break. And um, I mean, I don't know, this is the time we need to hear from coach, right? This is the time. And I'm not saying we didn't necessarily, but maybe as fans, if you will, as people who enjoy following the game, who unfortunately were not there last night, you know, we crave contents. We crave content. And right now uh, we didn't get it last night. Uh, before the game, Cassidy said that he wanted his team to play with more passion. They did for a while in spurts. But again, they fall three to one in the game last night. They also played without Jack Eichel. So Eichel played on Friday night against the Flyers. But then this injury just kept him down again. And then uh, Shea Theodore is out. Uh, No Alex Petrangelo still out, missing his seventh game due to personal reasons. Yeah, it's up to seven. And then uh, Zach White uh, White Cloud, Zach White Cloud gets injured. Uh, Taylor Hall fell on top of him. It was an awkward fall. And it looks like he hurt his leg. He injured his leg, helped off the ice. And so a rash of injuries for the Vegas Golden Knights currently. Definitely bad luck. Uh, No one's going to feel bad for us, just like I've commented when other teams come in with some injuries or when you say it's rigged, Tony. Um, It is rigged. Other teams come in with injuries. I don't (laughs) feel bad for them. No one's going to feel bad for the VGK, definitely. And I'm glad you mentioned Jack Eichel. Um, Friday, I, I wasn't doing the media thing Friday, but I was still down on the glass hanging out with my son on the VGK side. And Eichel came out for warm-ups. That was the first sign that he might play. Then he took the line rush. At that point, you knew he was playing. And every time he shot the puck, he had this look like, like Just every single out. time he was some pain. And, it looked like he was in pain or discomfort. I mean, or maybe he's just that passion. If he misses a warm-up shot, the dude is upset. I don't know. But he did not look like a comfortable human on the ice. And going back to Zach Whitecloud, just a very unfortunate situation. I hope that was not the, the old ACL slicer like in football where the offensive or defensive linemen step on each other or fall on each other. It just it happened. It's unfortunate. 
wrong place, wrong time. And, you know, it's adding up now all of a sudden, right? VGK was on the right side. I think we had a segment dedicated to the good health of the team not too long <laughs> ago and everything rolling. And um, jinxed him. Oops. Black Cat <laughs> uh, so, Bayern's been all downhill from there, unfortunately. <laughs> so VGK led in this game one to nothing on Mark Stone's power play goal. VGK was able to break through against one of the top teams uh, defensively on the PK. They're also ranked up there on uh, the power play. The Bruins are, and it was stoned from Chandler Stevenson. And Ben Hutton finally gets uh, his first point of the season. On the power play, like that was, uh, I thought I thought that was very odd. I mean, I wonder who else could have quarterbacked the power play. And honestly, Miramanov, I'm surprised it wasn't him. Maybe he was out there in the first part. I didn't watch a whole lot of this game. Uh, my son had uh, his final hockey session of, uh, of his uh cross ice program so my focus was pretty much on that but i was trying to peek up over at mckenzie river every now and then to see what was going on and i I got a glimpse every now and then between that and sweating some football scores it was hard to kind of keep up with everything as i was prioritizing making sure i got my son's uh shifts in first but you know they, they broke through like you said they got the first one i think the passion was there i think the energy was there but unfortunately you're playing the bruins who are the best team in the league right now we are the worst home team in the league when it comes to scoring. So perfect uh, perfect storm the wrong way for the, the hobbled VGK that, VGK that couldn't bear the pressure of the Bruins. I had to do it, Tony. I had to see what that <laughs> felt like. I feel terrible now. VGK loses yet another second period. Uh, the Bergeron goal, they lose one nothing, and now they are something like nice minus goal. seven. Nice goal. Beautiful yeah. goal. They're minus seven. And then uh, the other goals, uh, the DeBrusque revenge tour against Cassidy. He scores a goal. Uh, Charlie Coyle, an exceptional goal, but he skates past uh, Marimanov and also uh, Martinez on that goal. Yeah, I mean, the, the Coyle goal, you just get some traffic in front. And hopefully, uh, you know, you shoot and you pray for rain, spray and pray, whatever terminology you want to use. And, you know, the LT, if you can't see it, you better hope it hits you. And unfortunately, neither of which happened there. A lot of credit for that second goal, though. A lot of credit for the Boston second goal. Miramanov gets caught pinching a little bit, but Alec Martinez covered him. Alec Martinez made himself as big of an obstacle as he possibly could have. He got down low. He got his stick down. He got his hand down. He got his head down. And it was a tremendous saucer pass that got that across. And, uh, you know, DeBrusque was able just to tap, tap, tap it in. (laughs) And nice win for the Bruins on home ice last night right exactly a lot of a lot of Bruins fans in the house no doubt and I love to see it I've mentioned that so many times I I appreciate the road fans it's good for our city it's a fun environment I get that we get upset about it when especially when their chant breaks out and stuff like that but listen this is Vegas and Bill Foley knew this was going to happen when he put a team on the strip in Las Vegas and that's one of the reasons uh that the team is still at 103 percent occupancy no matter what but I do have to make note that Friday was a bit different, though. I put a video out there around, I don't know, somewhere during the first period, four or five minutes in the game. I made sure to get the scoreboard in there so you could see all the empty seats after the puck was dropped. And it was very interesting because Philly travels well. So I think it was more the VGK. Just fans just uh, decided to take a reverse retro 2.0 version 2.0 off. Like that, mm-hmm. you like that, you like that. I like that. And Linus Ulmark, who was uh, one of those players that Cassidy developed himself, now improves to sixteen and one, and he's got to be the favorite, the top choice currently for the Vezina. Uh, and I was thinking, you know, Chris, about Bruce Cassidy and this team and the makeup of this team, 
and none of the players on this current roster are Bruce Cassidy players. So does he have to change the system to adapt to the style of these players? He's trying to run a lot of what he runs, but these might not be the correct players to fit into his, his system. I mean, yes, no, I don't know. You know, first of all, Boston is in the same boat, right? They got Montgomery coaching, phenomenal coach. He probably would have been our number one choice until Cassidy came onto the table. And then obviously VGK swooped up Cassidy hours after he was fired, it seems like. Uh, Montgomery would have been a great fit as well, ready to make that jump, I believe, from the Tampa organization for a long time. I don't quote me on Dallas, that if I'm wrong. Dallas. He's was got it Dallas? Is any off the Dallas tree? Um, he's he's got a wonderful future. Good guy. Great future. Great great future of the Montgomery. But point being is that was that was that a Trump comment right there? Um, but moving moving forward, folks, don't get mad. I, I said that word. We're not going to take. We're not going to have a, a big political thing here. Don't get mad at me. Don't at me. Um, so moving forward from that, um, there's really no Cassidy guys on the VGK, and I think part of that is because Cassidy came in late, right? Me and you, Tony. How many times over the summer? Hey, free agency started. Where's our coach? What's going on here? Like it was, and then we also mentioned maybe VGK caught wind that Cassidy might be, uh, you know, coming, becoming available, which is why they might wait. Who knows how that all works out? But some of the free agents were off the board. VGK couldn't spend a whole lot of money. Obviously, we knew we knew that coming into the off season. The the Robin Leonard situation threw a, a wrench into everything. It is so many strange things happened, and. Sure, there's no quote-unquote Cassidy guys on this team. We couldn't get uh, Pasternak over. We couldn't get Marchand over. We couldn't uh, insert any uh, random uh, Boston Bruin player here. But VGK did have a 5-1 and one start at home. They did have a nine-game winning streak. They are still top of the West, I believe. They are still top of the Pacific, I know, at least. So, mm-hmm. sure, no quote-unquote Cassidy guys here, but he came into a turnkey situation. And, uh, you know, it's a house that doesn't need a whole lot of, uh, you know, at least when you first. So here we go. It's, it's like you buy that house. It's maybe 22 years old. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you see the house, your inspector sees the house. Everything is good. A couple small things. Maybe the garage door track isn't perfectly aligned whatever it is. I sense a graphic is coming on here. No, I'm just I can't do anything here. I got nothing. But six months later, all of a sudden the floorboard comes up. Oh, man. And then all of a sudden, the dryer stops working. The gas, the money pit, the money pit movie, that movie, the money pit. There you go. Exactly. And maybe this is kind of uh, the situation that Cassidy's coming into now. You know, VGK was very, you know, good turnkey uh, deal. And then all of a sudden, uh, yeah, the money pit's perfect, except maybe uh, replace uh, money with the word injuries. We're in the injury pit. Copyright Gallic. We're in the injury pit right now. (laughs) They're also at times in the salary cap pit as well. Coming no, up no, next, no, no, we problems, will review. no problems there. No, no problems <laughs> no, there. No, no, no problems. cook sorry, in the sorry. books. There we okay, go. Okay, no cook in the books. Coming up next, a review of Friday night's game against the Flyers, a VGK overtime victory. More after this on Lockdown Golden Knights. If you've thought about securing your home with home security, but have been putting it off, you'll want to listen. Right now, VGK, Lockdown VGK, I should say listeners, can order the number one rated Simply Safe home security system for 50% off the biggest offer of the year. You don't want to miss it. And what we like most here at Lockdown Golden Knights is that Simply Safe has the advanced technology, whether it's controlling your system from your phone with the app, watching the crystal clear HD live stream on your security cameras, the wide variety of high tech sensors. Simply Safe was named again the best home security system of 2022 
by U.S. News and World Report. Simply Safe is an entirely whole home security system. They've got advanced sensors for every room, window and door, HD security cameras for inside and out, smarter ways to detect motion that alert you only when a threat is real, and even hazard sensors that detect fires, floods, and other threats to your home. With the Simply Safe app, you can stay in complete control of your system anytime, anywhere. You can arm or disarm, unlock for guests, access your cameras, or adjust the entire system settings. Don't miss your chance to save big on the only security system that we recommend. Get 50% off of the new Simply Safe system. Simply go to simply s i m p l i safe.com slash locked on NHL. Simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL. There is no safe like Simply Safe. Welcome back from Las Vegas, Tony Cardasco and Chris Golick. Thank you so much for making us your first listen each and every day. Of course, you can find our podcast available wherever you get your podcast. And of course, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Locked on Golden Knight. So Friday night, Chris, VGK surviving against the Flyers. We knew this was going to be a low-scoring contest. I hope I hope the fans belt at the under in this one. Two to one was the final. The overtime win. Jonathan Marsha saw uh, defeat. He gets past uh, Kevin Hayes uh, and scores the game winner in overtime. That was the only shot on goal for the VGK and OT in an overtime that was dominated by the Philadelphia Flyers. Yeah, um, definitely credit Aiden Hill to. I mean, he made a wonderful save in overtime that basically gave uh kept BGK in this one. And yeah, it's such a, it was a bad game. Like it was, I'm shaking my head the whole time I was besides being there with my kid, there was nothing fun about the hockey on the ice. You knew and Cassidy, when he decided to show up for this presser, and I should say it like that, we don't know if he didn't show up, but um, when Cassidy did his presser on Friday, he mentioned he had competed against Tortorella a lot on the opposite bench. And he knew it was going to be a muddy game and not a lot through the neutral zone. You knew there was going to be some, uh, some rough stuff, uh, you know, after uh, after the after the whistles and things like that. You knew that was coming. You knew that was coming. So credit Tortorella for finding a way to take a team that on paper, even given all the VGK injuries and players out and all that happening, he found a way to keep his team in the game. But I think most of that credit goes to Carter Hart, who had a phenomenal game. Carter Hart, something about T-Mobile, uh, you know, maybe down the road if we're ever looking for another goalie because the goaltending drama always seems to be a thing here in, in Vegas. You know, maybe a Carter Hart would be the next one to join that discussion sometime down the line. But not a, not a great game. And, you know, like you got overtime. It's fun. It's exciting. But there was not a lot of up and back because, like you said, Philly had the puck the whole time. And I, I had my press box reaction after they scored the goal, right? In the press box, you don't you don't cheer. You don't stand up. And I saw Marshall get the breakaway. I wasn't sure if he was going to get a clean break or not because Hayes was right with him, but Marchie had the had the line you can see. And I kind of moved to the side like this just so I can see because everyone started standing up. I didn't get my butt off the chair because I was not excited. And Marchie got the goal. My kid shared. I gave him about 10 seconds. I tapped him and said, let's go. And that was it. Like, I had no excitement. I was just – that's the spot where you got to put a team away. The Flyers should not hang around ever in a game like this. I get it. I'm the one that says it's best on best where even though the Flyers aren't that great of a team, they're still one of the best 32 teams in the world. Like I get all of that, but after that, just a stinker of a game against the Rangers on Wednesday and every other stinker of a game on home ice, 
there's got to be a statement at some point. There has to be that statement where, you know, you just put someone away and it's a party atmosphere the whole time. And no, that was not what happened on T-Mobile. And then you got the, you got the cliches after the game. Here come the cliche police. Oh, good teams find a way to win. Get out of here. Stop it. You're slumping. Times are tough. They're going to get better, I think, but acknowledge reality right now. And BGK is struggling. Not you, Tony, just in general, you know, the, the players. And these uh, injuries notwithstanding, Chris, BGK over the weekend scores but three total goals when they should be averaging scoring three goals per game. How about seven? How about seven goals in the last five home games? Wow. Yeah, that's an eye opener there. Yeah. Uh, and they're headed to Winnipeg and things are not going to get easier because that team is playing pretty well. Uh, the 20th victory, however, for BGK on the season. Why are fans so frustrated? Is it because of the lack of, uh, I, I don't know, uh, the lack of passion at times. Is it is it due to the fact that they're not scoring goals, that they're not winning on home ice? Fans are very frustrated, and we can see and hear all of their opinions. Results. It's, um, I think, DeBoer last year at some point when he was going down the cliche path, as all te- <laughs> all, all coaches seem we'll to call before it they get fired, hi- unfortunately. It's cliche highway. Yeah, cliche highway. There you go. I mean, your team's down three to one in the playoffs. Hey, we're going to take it one game at a time. You got to leapfrog six teams getting the playoffs. We're going to play the games, you know, whatever to stop it. But the point being is um, there there's frustration. And back to what DeBoer said, this is a results industry, right? It's you're paid for results and you got to win. And, you know, you mentioned before, I feel like we feel like uh, not too long ago, Tony, you mentioned before that, uh, you know, if they were 12 and two on home ice versus uh, seven and six or now seven and seven um, on the road, I don't think anyone would care, right? That's a, that's a recipe for a successful season. If you dominate at home and, you know, do a little better than 500 hockey on the road, you're going to find yourself in the top two spots in your division, probably the best, probably the top spot, competing for the conference and possibly even uh, the president's trophy for the best record overall in the league, which BGK still is. You know, they are still in that conversation. Obviously, Boston has a little, little larger of a gap right now, and we'll see how these injuries play out and things like that. But you know, I did mention, I found the tweet the other night. It was against uh, the Arizona Coyotes. I said troubled waters are ahead. Something is not right right now. Something is just not clicking. It's whatever it is, it's not working. And Arizona is, you know, their 31st or 30th ranked team overall in the league right now. And was Arizona playing up to VGK or was Arizona playing or was VGK playing down to Arizona? And those are the questions you ask yourself as these lower teams come in to T-Mobile. And my comments about troubled waters was not because I predicted there to be all these stupid injuries. That's just, you know, that's bad luck. But my point with all this is all these points that VGK could not bank, St. Louis, Vancouver, not even showing up against um, against Seattle or the Rangers. Like, you know, all these games that you got to bank points, even get a sneak a point every now and then. This is going to hurt. This is going to come back to haunt the VGK, whether it's a playoff spot. I don't think it's going to be that bad whether it's going to allow Seattle or the LA Kings who have got back in the conversation now to win the division or, you know, whether it's on a higher level, you know, the, the president's trophy or first in the West, these games are going to come back to haunt us. And now with the injuries, we predicted a 500 December would have been good. A 500 win percentage. However, that works out with the points that would have been good with a fully nearly healthy team, maybe minus Petrangelo for a little bit. Now it's Petrangelo Theodore, White Cloud, Eichel. And, you know, I mentioned uh, not too long ago as well, 
Eichel, when he took the pregame skate, just didn't look good, wasn't comfortable out there, just shaking his head every time he shot the puck. And, you know, who knows what's going on. And, you know, now it's time for uh, McCrimmon. We'll talk about this maybe in segment three to uh, to do his thing. Okay. And you could tell that we are not uh, the beat writers for the VGK, a.k.a. part of the PR team for the Golden Knights, because, you know, you did. You made that call. You did make that call, and you could sense that something was wrong. And to your credit, uh, I, everything is I wish I was wrong. Fruition. I wish I was wrong. No, no, no. But again, it's just being honest, right? And transparent yeah. about what is actually going on with this team that you're not going to get that coverage, folks, anywhere else. Will Carrier played well in that game against the Flyers. He almost potted his second goal. I uh, scored the, the one goal, almost had the second. Kessel, who s- seems to be playing a little bit better now. I don't know. Maybe he finally woke up. Enough of the celebrations and milestones and all that. And then uh, both Kessel and Carlson had post. I think they hit uh, the crossbar in that game, right? Friday's yeah, a long time I, there, there was definitely a couple. More chances. And, you know, Kessel's yeah. a little more noticeable now. And, okay. you know, he's just having a hard time finding his way. But, you know, opportunity's knocking right now. Injuries are mounting for the Vegas Golden Knights, as we mentioned. And who will be taking the spots of some of those injured players? We'll talk about that right after this on Locked On Golden Knights. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting information, for stats, news, and analysis. You get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur team that is out there, from football to basketball to the NHL to soccer to esports. We have it all on BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at Bet Online as well. We are always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet Online, where the game starts. Welcome back from Las Vegas. Tony Cardasco and Chris Golick on this Monday edition of Lockdown Golden Knights. You can find our podcast wherever you get your podcast. And make sure to check out our YouTube channel and please subscribe. Lockdown. Golden Knights. So, Chris, the injuries, yes, they're starting to mount. BGK might have lost a couple of more players to injury over this uh, past weekend. On Friday, uh, Shea Theodore collides knees with uh, Travis Sanheim. Uh, And those could be very – I've had that happen before in basketball. Well, neither one of us were jumping, you know, because we have no hops. But but also – and then in the game against Boston on Sunday – uh, Taylor Hall, we talked about it, uh, fell on top of Zach Whitecloud very awkwardly, and it appears as though he injured his uh, right leg. And then Eichel, you discussed, came back on Friday, still sore, I would have to imagine, from that leg injury, uh, the non-contact injury that he sustained last week. And they are still without Alex Petrangelo, who now has missed, as we mentioned, seven consecutive games. So um, who will fill these voids? If some of these players, uh, they're starting to learn how to play, I guess, if they can, without Petrangelo, who might have been having his best season, you know, and a great start. And then uh, how do they fill those other voids uh, for the VGK if they can't go? If they miss the plane to uh, Winnipeg, they're not going to go. They're not going to just fly them to Chicago. So, you know, it would have to ima- I would have to imagine that whoever misses uh, that plane on Monday will miss both games this week. Probably. Yeah, that's fair. And, you know, it depends on, you know, Gary Lawless almost got himself caught in a trick bag on the post game. One of the times he made when Nick Waugh was gone, um, he made the comment, well, I didn't see Nick Waugh on the plane. 
And then he backtracks it right away. He's like, well, I know we're not really supposed to talk about that. Maybe he was on the plane. I don't know. And, you know, so that was, uh, he got caught with his pants down, unfortunately there, but we love Gary Lawless. Very, very intense dude. When, whenever you see him, like, man, that guy can, that guy can make a troll ooh, children's book. I got to get a plug here for my wife's book pretty soon, but, um, he I can make a that. children's book look like, uh, look like a murder, a murder mystery novel. You know what I mean? So uh, going forward, talking about replacements from the AHL level on the backside, I think we can unfortunately safely conclude Zach Whitecloud is going to miss time. I hope it's not much time. I really hope it's not the worst case scenario. My immediate gut was that terrible ACL slicer. That's what I saw when Whitecloud went down, like the football players, the linemen falling on top of each other. That's what I saw. I really hope that's not it. Miramanoff and Hutton already are getting time right now. So I think um, Pahal and or Korzak would be the option. Got to bring Caden Korzak up. I thought he was next in line. It he definitely seemed like he was next in line during training camp once, but then um, uh, Nick Hague signed, and that pushed him obviously to Henderson. This is before Miramanov was able to uh, get over his injury that had him miss a ton of time. So uh, looking down here, let's look for the the the. Korzak stats, I mean, he's just, I don't have his plus minus, unfortunately, but one goal, five assists, and like Korzak doesn't necessarily feel terribly noticeable out there, which doesn't, it's, Brain McNabb's not noticeable either, and I don't mean that in a bad way, so maybe he just has that stay-at-home type of game where, you know, it, it works, so maybe, you know, maybe you give him the opportunity and he'll, he'll succeed. Uh, Pahal, that's, that's a little more intriguing, just seven points for Pahal as well. But Pahal is much more of an in-your-face type of defenseman, for lack of a better term. Uh, one of the games we were at, we, our season tickets for the Silver Knights are like six rows behind the net where the Silver Knights shoot twice. And there was a scrub of some sort. And they were, unfortunately, they were getting their butts kicked that game. And he gets face-to-face with someone. And someone basically, for whatever reason, kind of tempts him into, you know, he's like, hey, what are you going to do? He takes off his glove. He pops him in the face. He just popped him. He just popped him. He dropped him and, you know, a big melee ensues. But point being is Pahal seems like he has a little more of that edge. Does he have the skill that Korzak has necessarily? I don't know. And I'm not sure if Pahal or Korzak, we know, I don't think has played any NHL games yet. I don't know about Pahal. I will look that up. I thought he was up. Uh, I thought he was up late last season. He might have been up late last season. A couple I of games will... late later on in the season. Let's I thought see. he was. But, yeah, it's pretty interesting. And, you know, again, the biggest area of concern now is defensemen. All of your blue liners, um, things are getting really sketchy there. Um, and Petrangelo doesn't appear like he's coming back anytime soon. And no. can they can they do it minus Shea Theodore? Can they, they do it minus Zach Whitecloud? Those are the questions that uh, that need to be answered and quickly and very, very fast. And maybe Cassidy was frustrated with uh, not only the lack of, you know, passion or stopping the Bruins or what have you, but, but also, uh, you know, all these injuries starting to add up and, and then no whining in VGK bill. Uh, take a look. If you want to take a look at a team that is really depleted, Colorado, the avalanche are just, they're decimated with injuries currently. Washington early in the season when we played them on that Monday game, or right, overtime yes, right. winner, I believe, late, late yeah. in overtime. Um, you know, so no one's going to feel bad. No one felt bad for us last year when we went through this. And you and I, Tony, we talked earlier in the season about some other teams coming in, and you know, we don't feel bad for them when they have injuries. Like that's, I don't care. 
I don't care. You don't care. The fans don't care. We want results. Uh, back to Pahal, two games last season with the VGK, minus two, no points uh, logged. So we'll look for that to hopefully change. And, uh, you know. Did you see that? I saw. I saw. I was right. You, I, no, I happy. was right for once. I, I'm, I'm right for once. Oh, no. Someone will at you for that. Believe me, I get it. They'll look at your shirt and get you. What, what does your shirt say? What does your shirt say? What does that say? What I know when those. There it is. It's a Drake thing. It's a Drake thing. Okay. Yeah, it's you're, Drake. You're, you're way cool beyond my ears. Like Tony. Uh, it's like hotline bling, but I know when that those sleigh bells. Tony, I got nothing. I got nothing. ring. I know something. Something to that this effect. This feels like segment backwards. three, folks. But you know, this is free where sweatshirt. free sweat. It was a free sweatshirt. There you go. This is where we free. see what free. Kelly McCrimmon has free. up his what's that? Sneakers free. Sneakers free. Free. Sweats. Nice. Free. I, I paid for my company hat that I'm wearing free. right now. I paid for that. <laughs> um, little shout out for Silver State hits right there. Oh, wait, but, wait, um, wait! Before we go today, shout out for your wife's book, please. Can you shout okay. out your wife's book? Okay. All right, Joe. Okay. Tell time. Okay. Yeah, no, oh. we got it here. So, okay. uh, friends, here I'll put a link up on our on our Twitter handle as well if you want to check this out. But care the crab. It's okay not to be okay. My wife Amanda illustrated the book. You can see right there. There you go. See. She's the illustrator. Her friend Sarah wrote the book and just a great children's book. Wonderful story. Kind of being comfortable with yourself. It's okay not to be okay is the the, the subtitle. And basically just, you know, it's okay to be to be different. Okay to be happy. Just a, a wonderful message, especially if you got young ones out there. It is on Amazon. As a matter of fact, my wife just tweeted this this morning. This is this is pretty remarkable. Give me one second here. Or she not tweeted. She, she doesn't tweet. Well, it's a little bit. So it is actually the number one new release in children's fiction on social oh. situations, according to Amazon. So that's wow. that's pretty that's remarkable. Huge. Like that, that's, that's pretty cool. So uh, okay. thank you, Tony, for giving me that. We didn't even talk about that. That was very kind of you to allow me the the platform here. It's and the uh, season of giving, brother. It's the Tony, season, as, of your, as your shirt says. So I'll, <laughs> I will. Uh, I'll put a link out there for everyone to check it out on Amazon. Get those reviews coming in. And uh, can you read that? I can see it. That's um. That's that's um, <laughs> terrible. <laughs> we thank everyone for tuning in. Tomorrow, we will preview the Winnipeg game. This is a much different Winnipeg Jets team than we saw earlier this season. They're playing for the third time already. It's fixed. The schedule is absolutely fixed. Don't forget, we'll be back tomorrow. Make us your first listen each and every day, free and available wherever you get your podcast. And also, make sure that you go to our YouTube channel. And it's only Monday, folks. You have no idea what we have. It's only downhill from there. It's only downhill (laughs) from here, as our viewer count's going to (laughs) be. For my man, Chris Golick, I'm Tony Cardasco from Las Vegas. We'll see you again tomorrow right here on Lockdown Golden Knights.